things are more emotional and bring families closer together than the sport of football, the athleticism, the brute force, the close wins, and the heartbreaking losses. No team has nurtured that family bond better than the Green Bay Packers, and no place resembles that true football spirit better than the frozen tundra. Many people say you don't become a Packer fan. You're born that way. You bleed green and gold. Now, here are your hosts, father and son, Mike and Sean Reagan, with the Bleeding Green and Gold podcast. Welcome to week five of Bleeding Green and Gold. I'm Mike. I'm Sean. It's a Sean. Sean. (laughs) I don't think I did that. That might be the recording on your end. I I speak perfectly. Yeah, that you do. We all know that. The Packers first game in London was a loss, a close game against the Giants, 22 to 27. And another game of two halves. We had a double digit lead at halftime. Yep. This is the uh, first time under Matt LaFleur that we are three and two. Storm clouds in Packer land. <sighs> yeah, I don't think we can use the old R-E-L-A-X now after five games. It just looked ugly, too. Um, I mean, the only points we got in the second half was their tactical safety to give us two points. We didn't even look all that close to scoring, and the team looked frustrated. Rodgers looked frustrated, and... I mean, I was frustrated. Well, <laughs> well it, you know, it's again, it was one where they came up. They looked great right away, um, actually on both sides of the ball. Um, and then second half adjustments by the other team. No second half adjustments by our team. And we had the, you know, we were lucky in a couple of our wins this year. You know, besides the Bears game, we got we eked out a couple of very close games. Um, especially, you know, that Bills game where we had their third string quarterback. But um, so we're not we're not a very good team right now. No, it's it's just not really kind of coming together cohesively. It feels like it feels like on the offense, we're missing our opportunities. We can't really find something to work consistently. And then on defense, they just look lost at points. And honestly, I feel a lot of the defense is Joe Barry. I do, too. And the scheme he's calling. Uh, or the lack of thereof, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, we're, I know we don't typically jump into defense right away, but our corners are playing five yards, eight yards, 10 yards off on the receivers the whole game. Even if they have third and short, they're still that far yeah, off. Yeah, we're playing off, and so that means we're in zone, but we're also not passing people off in the zone. You know, we're not covering the gaps in the zone. We're not trading off receivers so they're getting these crossing routes with guys wide open just no one Mm -hmm. near them and then they have to scramble for a tackle after 30 yards and yeah we made daniel jones look pretty good Mm -hmm. yeah the the kid who's they weren't sure he's gonna play with a high ankle sprain and he uh how much how many yards did he run for uh uh, he ran for 37 yards yeah, that's just crazy. On 10 almost carries, four, <laughs> which is a crazy amount for someone with an ankle. That's sprain. almost four yards a carry. Uh, yeah. that's... <sighs> and the other frustrating part is we were running the ball well. Aaron Jones was looking good. Dylan looked okay, but especially Aaron Jones. But we just got away from it, especially in the second half where we just don't run the ball at all. And it's like, that's how you protect the lead. That's how you consistently move the ball against teams. Mm-hmm that aren't stopping you. Like we're getting a good push on the offensive line. 
besides Royce Newman. And it's just, it was frustrating to see that once again, like, you know, you get the post game press conference with Matt LaFleur saying, Oh, this one's on me. You know, I take all the blame for this. And it's like, but you got to do something about it too. Right. It's not just about taking the blame after. It's the old, you know, you keep doing the same thing. You get the same results. So, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I, we got, I hope they can figure it out. I think a lot of people thought when they looked at the schedule at the beginning of the year that we got some tough games starting up, but at least we got the Jets when we come back from London. The Jets aren't looking too bad. No, they looked pretty spicy last week. And I think 40 points they scored in a big win um, over the Dolphins, who I think the Dolphins, they still have Tua injured, and then their second stringer got injured as well. So they were down to their third string. However, we have struggled against third strings personally this year. So that doesn't always mean right. everything. You can't, you can't be too excited yeah. about that. Uh... But, I mean, they're playing very passionately, and that's something it doesn't feel like we are right now. And so it's kind of a scary game going in to Lambeau against the Jets. I would agree. I would agree. It's especially the way we're playing. We can't, we can't be too excited about um, where we are. Um, you know, so, oh, we can turn this around. We haven't really had a game where we can say, okay, that's a solid 60 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, in other news, real quick, Devontae Adams has had assault charges filed against him by the photographer I, I he shoved. That was, that was just stupid. It looked it ugly, too. Stupid. Like, the fact he just shoved him down pretty hard and then just kept walking. Didn't, yep. like, check on him. Didn't, like, help him up. Be like, oh, I, you know wasn't thinking anything like that he just kept walking and then i don't know after the game i saw like people saying online oh he owned up to it you know he said it was a mistake and stuff but i don't know if they were watching the same clip as me he he kind of owned up to it but said multiple times it's because the the photographer ran right in his path Mm -hmm. right well so what (laughs) exactly and from what i saw it 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 was just like the guy was walking and and he just he was upset because they lost again and just mm-hmm. both hands shoves the guy the guy who literally does fly a couple of feet and and land um, pretty hard and he he didn't really own up to it he he just like yeah you know i shouldn't have done it it just got thrown off it's like yeah because every other game when you leave to go through the tunnel it's clear of people there's nobody that gets in your way you've you've never had this happen to you before that's it's a pretty bs excuse mm-hmm. Speaking of on-field assaults, did you see the Buccaneers game? The child who ran onto the field gets slammed down by security. The child? He's like 10 years old. <laughs> no, I did not see that. Some lady said she had a lot of kids with her at the game, lost track of one. And so, they, you know, you had that um, protester with the smoke. Yes. Um, I he don't got remember nailed. what game that was. And he got nailed by the player. Um, I think he's also trying to file like a lawsuit or something against the player, but yeah, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, but on the Bucks game, a 10 year old ran out on the field and secure security went and just picked him up and slammed him down. And it's like, I mean, if that was Tom Brady, that's a penalty. <laughs> you know, that does slam him down. You have to sneeze in his general direction. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just, I don't know. I'll send you the video after this. <laughs> All right. Um, 
So one thing that I didn't like and Aaron Rodgers didn't like after the game, the talk in the locker room from the Packer players was like, yeah, we lost. Not that big a deal. But if we lose mm-hmm. to the Jets, then we got to start to worry. It's like, really? Really? <laughs> How many games do you think you had this year? Also, that's not, I think also the issue Rodgers had with it, which I kind of agree with, is that's not the talk you put into the locker room. You're talking about going to beat the Jets at Lambeau next week. Right. You don't say, well, it's going to be ugly if we lose. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, it's, it seems like, and you know, this is kind of something we've talked about in the past where these ugly losses we get. I don't know if I would categorize this as one of them, but when we come out with no energy and it's just so evident that they're coming out without any oh, energy. And absolutely. We've talked about how, in the end, if that keeps happening, that comes down to the head coach. That's Matt LaFleur. Like, you know, he, he's good at scheme, things like that. But you also have to be able to get the most out of your players. You have to be a leader. And I think that's kind of some of the issues we're seeing with Rodgers this year as well. You know, Rodgers is acting frustrated on the sidelines a lot of times, kind of rolling his eyes, things like that. Mm-hmm. But also, we're doing so many of these run-pass options. And then... If the scheme shows he should pass it, he switches to the pass. Mm-hmm. And that's how in the second half, we ended up almost not running the ball barely at all when we should be. Yeah, I think part of it is the, the trust that Aaron or the distrust that he has for the wide receivers. I think it flows to the head coach, too. And that's why they're not doing a lot of those plays that we're used to. And how are they going to yeah, get better? But, so. but then you would think we'd stick with the run. The fact that Rodgers is checking to the pass so much. And it's like, at some point, you know, they're trying to disguise it. Mm-hmm. Like we saw that a lot with the Giants disguising blitzes to make it look like we should pass it. And then they're dropping back. Mm-hmm. So we need to change what we're doing. And I think Rodgers is very much in the second half of games. He wants to pass it you need as a head coach to be able to motivate your star quarterback to do what's best for the team, not what they want to do. Well, I could tell you as being a uh, Minnesota, um, living in Minnesota for about 30 years now um, and seeing the Vikings go through GMs and coaches and, you know, um, over and over again, what typically happens, and I don't think that they're alone in this, what typically happens, you have a coach like Matt LaFleur that the players love. He's a player's coach, and he's just a gosh darn good guy. And then things don't work out. So what do you do next, coach? You bring in a, come on, let's go. Let's get her going. Let's fire it up here. You know, and then and that turns things around for a while, and then they peter out. So you bring back a, he's just a nice guy. He's a player's coach, and you go back and forth and back. And Pendulum forth. of coaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I came up with an idea for a new okay. uh, support group. What's that? It's uh, it's for Aaron, for Russell Wilson, for Matt Ryan, and Matthew Stafford. They should start a support group this year, and because they're all starting out kind of lousy, considering who they are. The Twilight Group. <laughs> Yeah, but you wouldn't think they'd all be just, well, you know, we could put Brady in there. He hasn't been playing very good this year, too. No, and even the games Brady's had, like, some decent stats. He's not really thrown the ball downfield, a lot of checkdowns, things like that, not finding his guys. Um, yeah, a lot of veteran quarterbacks struggling right now. Did you, uh, did you see that 
roughing the passer call on Brady? Yeah, that's kind of what I was alluding to with the kid okay. game tackle. Um, there was another one, too, not in that game. That was pretty ugly. The fact that they called it roughing the passer. I can't remember that one now. It's I don't get why. I know part of it is they don't want to review every play, but when you have penalties that do that much damage and they were the wrong call, why can't we review it? Mm-hmm. No, I agree with that. And I don't know, especially with Brady, you know, that's always been kind of one of the things, and they kind of say that about Rodgers as well. He always gets the roughing the passer calls or things like that. I mean, you had the the rule change with people going at the quarterback's knees because of Brady and the tuck rule and things like that. And I get it. He's 45 years old, but he's still playing the same game as everyone else. He needs to play right. by the same rules as well. Right. I agree. But, you know, as we know, in any sport, that the stars tend to get a lot, lot more leeway. Michael Jordan. The Michael Jordan uh, step. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, do you want to go through some of the numbers? Sure. How did Rodgers end up on the day? Uh, he was 25 of 39 for a whopping 222 yards. Again, a measly 5.7 yard average per throw. Um, he was sacked twice. Quarterback rating. This has got to be driving him nuts. 53.4. Mm -hmm. His counterpart, Daniel Jones, was at 75.4. Not great, but um, man, he, uh, they, they got enough to beat us. They did. They did. And one of the frustrating things we're talking about running the ball here is Aaron Jones. Um, so what's he averaging? It looks like. A little under five yards a carry in this game. He was 13 carries for 63 yards. He's the number one back in the league right now for yards per carry. But he's the 22nd back for rushing attempts. <laughs> it's like, <sighs> we, got, it. we got to use what we have and we have to use what's working. Well, and a lot of times, you know, this comes from watching Wisconsin um, and Wisconsin Badgers football. And they're, they're typically always a run type offense run first and you watch them and sometimes the, it just kind of the, both teams seem to be playing in mud not much traction but the pat the badgers just keep running the ball running the ball running the ball and um if it's close going into the second half the, the, when they start running that ball again a lot of times they just you start seeing these breakaways the team's tired they're sore they don't want to tackle anymore and that's where if you're going to run, you got to stick to the run enough that it's effective. You can't try it and then go, okay, it's not working anymore. We got to change. And our defense in this game definitely started looking very tired in the second half. Guys with hands on their knees, things like that. And I don't know if it's the jet lag going to London um, or just being unprepared, playing a style like not what fits them. Because, I mean, a lot of our guys are built around man on man. And having that athleticism to beat their guy, but we're not playing that way. And uh, you you brought up the Wisconsin Badgers. How much do you wish right now we got Jim Leonard at defensive coordinator when we wanted? Him? Oh man, oh man. Um, well, I'm happy for him. You know, he's stuck at Wisconsin. Uh, Paul Chris, the head former head coach, got fired. They moved Jim up to be interim head coach with a good chance of becoming head coach if he does anything. 
first game, I think he won like 45 to seven against Northwestern. Um, the, the players, they look like a different team. They, mm-hmm. they love the guy and they, they want to make sure that he gets the head coach um, permanently. So I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see how it shakes out the rest of the year because one game, it definitely is not the season. Yeah. I want to look at the receivers here, but quickly, I have one more thing to say about Rodgers is continuing to miss medium to deep passes down yes. the field and not even all that close, just really missing them. And it kind of, I feel like it could be one of two things. Like, We've talked in the past about how a lot of these quarterbacks who throw in very athletic ways or like unorthodox ways where, you know, Rogers is always kind of fading to the side or falling back and hucking it up as they get older, that works less and less because they don't have that pure athleticism and they need to kind of get back to fundamentals a little. And we've talked about that eventually probably going to happen to Rogers in the past. And I don't know if that's what we're seeing here, mm-hmm. but it also seems I don't know. It's hard to tell when they got helmets on and stuff, but it seems kind of lackadaisical. Like it, like a lack of caring almost, or he's going in there just like, all right, this is what I'm doing. And I don't know. It's, it's ugly at points. Yeah. Starting the game, even um, it, we did, we start out like we had 20 points at, at the half, which is great. Um, but there were times in that first half, even we, we were playing mm-hmm. well, that you could see him and it just, it, you're right. I mean, it just doesn't feel right. Doesn't look right. Um, I don't know if he's going into the game upset with the game plan. Um, he's big on, um, you got to listen to me too. You know, I think Russell Wilson had a um, pretty, pretty good gig in Seattle where he, he had a lot of input. Um, probably does in Denver too. Went to taking the gig if he didn't. But I don't know. Let's hopefully we can. Rogers is just standing there going, I wish I was back in the jungle in Brazil. (laughs) Give me another drink. (laughs) Uh, Say that echinacea. I can. Ayahuasca. Is that it? Yeah. Boy, am I. (laughs) Have you only been reading it? (laughs) When I see it. Yeah. I hear echinacea in my head. It's ayahuasca. (laughs) I read a. uh, a book about a guy who took a trip to Brazil and other areas. And he had to traipse into the jungle to find this woman. And he helped them pick the leaves so they could make the tea. And um, it was pretty interesting to what uh, um, I could, there were some similarities to what Rogers talked about, but you wanted to cover the receivers. Yeah. I just wanted to talk about it a little because Rogers before this week in the media talked about wanting to get more focus on Cobb as a veteran. And in a way, I feel like that hurt us this game. He did end up with seven receptions, 99 yards. Cobb did averaging 14 yards per catch. Um, But seven receptions on 13 targets. That's almost half of them being incomplete. Lazard's the next highest receiver here with four receptions, 35 yards on eight targets. He also had half of them go incomplete. And it just feels like, you know, going back to trusting the young receivers, yeah, he he wanted to go to the veterans, the guys he knows, but they weren't the ones that were open every play. Like Romeo Dubs had five targets, three catches, 29 yards. But watching the game, he was open quite a bit. He was getting separation and not getting looked at. And that's frustrating to see, especially because he's not 
a rookie that has shown a drop issue. You know, he has been catching the ball. He has been making plays. So feed it to him. Yeah. And I feel like that's part of where we're getting frustrated with the mentality of Rogers and he's his stubbornness here. Mm-hmm. And it just has, it just has to be a numbers game. It has to be what's best for the team. What's most effective against the team we're playing. And it, it seems like he wants to do things the Rogers way. Yeah, I hear you. And that's part of the issue when you've got a superstar like that, you know, how you got to be delicate. You don't want to upset him. Um, Bill Belichick is famous for saying you're just one of the many players that we have. You're, you're mm-hmm. no better than anybody else, but I still think he pampers them a little bit, but, um, Packers had 25 receptions for 222 yards. New York had 21 for 217. Very close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So frustrating all around, especially in the second half on offense. I was a little frustrated with the defense in both halves. However, <laughs> um, like we, we talked about them playing off the ball and everything like that, but we just, we looked bad at points, you know, we're missing open field tackles, um, yes. not getting filling holes on the line for run defense where we, we should, uh, Darnell Savage had a bad game, um, trying to stop the run. He had a penalty that negated a sack. He allowed two first down completions by Daniel Jones. And then Razul Douglas, I mean, he had three penalties that he he said after the game were uncharacteristic of him. But man, did they hurt us at points because all three of them resulted in first downs. Hmm. And then uh, Quay Walker, who we've been talking up on this podcast quite a bit in his rookie year, he was um, the main guy responsible for Barkley's 41-yard play. Um and against the run, ended up grading out as our worst defender. Wow. Wow. Uh, yeah, it wasn't great. It wasn't great. Um, I don't know. I don't have much more I could add to that. That was pretty succinct on what you talked about. <laughs> but it, it is frustrating. It's just all over. I mean, even on special teams, we had um, Amari Rogers has fumbled twice now in five games as the punt return. Mm. that's he now has four career fumbles as a returner in only 21 games. I keep wondering what, like what is his role on this team and why is he still on this team? I don't get it. We have limited roster spots through, through five games. He has played exactly five snaps from scrimmage. Exactly. They don't (laughs) trust him enough to play him on offense. He makes mistakes in special teams, especially as special teams, where we've looked better this year. You know, there's a good chance without our special teams performing, we didn't get that close win against the Patriots, that close win against the Bucks. which is weird to say that the special teams helped us in those games. But the main liability right now for us on special teams is Amari Rogers. And I, I just don't know, is he just that big of a stud in practice and looks that good that they're waiting for his mindset to get right in the games? Um, but he's definitely a liability right now, returning kicks. Well, we had Walker or Watson return, um, two, right? Kickoffs, not punts. Yep. Okay. And in Amari was the only one that returned, um, punts, but only had one. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Watson didn't look good this game either. No, I mean, his, his returns didn't look 
great, but then also just on offense, he didn't really do anything. He, he had a run that was negative three yards and a catch that was one yard, I think. So that's, you got negative two yards on the day. Mm -hmm. Um, He ran nine routes this game, but was only targeted once, which you can't really blame him on that because you don't know what Rodgers is thinking there with him as a rookie, but right, just did not look good this game. Dang, I, I got to close the uh, booth door here. Sounds good. It's getting the a little loud booth. in the, uh, the yeah, bleeding green and gold sound booth. Yes, it is green and gold sound booth. <laughs> um, did you see the... Um, um, Jamie Gillen, Gillen for the punting for New York, what his average was for the game. He had two punts. I did not. 50 yard average. His long was 58. Pat O'Donnell, 41.3. He had three punts. Three punts. 50 was his longest. So not great. Not great. Yeah. Especially with Pat O'Donnell has been looking good this year. Um, Mason Crosby still looking good. At kicking this year. That's nice to see. I mean, we're we're kind of a downer of a podcast right now after an ugly game, but (laughs) one silver lining is the silver fox Mason Crosby. Uh he also had his longest of the year at 48 yards. So two for two. Like we talked about during the game, it was really great having you there and Jenny as well, or my daughter, Sean's sister. Um, but uh it's really kind of finally got rid of the significant others. (laughs) It was pretty evident that there was a lot more going on last year with the kicking than Mason Crosby. And um, it seemed like they've got everything pretty well figured out. So, which has to be frustrating if you're Mason Crosby last year, if you know, like a lot of it's coming down to timing and placement on the hold, Mm -hmm. you get the, you get the flack in the media and from the fans. It's like a, you know, a goalie in soccer or hockey can save 10 goals and then the one gets past them all of a sudden, they messed up. Right, right. Even if it's uh, where I've seen it um, where fans will be really upset at the goalie in hockey, but one of their own teammates actually tipped the puck into their net. So it's the goalie's own teammate put the puck in. But mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Which we did make a shout out to the Arsenal Liverpool match last week and quick update the Gunners beat Liverpool 3 2. <laughs> Big hey, win. Go through that. Go through that what you told me about, about that, how long that drought has been. Oh, it's been horrible. I don't think we haven't beat Liverpool in I think almost a decade. We haven't um, scored against them at home, even. That's where we were playing in seven years. Um, and they scored in the first 58 seconds of the game to break that streak. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. You had to you had to be pretty happy with that game. Yeah. After that, I was like, oh, it's gonna, you know, anything can happen with the Packers game today, and I'll at least have something to hang my hat. That's on. right. There you go. Um the um right down the know. field from where the Packers were playing, or right down the road, I mean. Uh, okay. In the um, same same side of town. Did you hear that the Giants punter had to stay back in London because he has uh, passport issues? <laughs> no. They expect him to fly back tomorrow, but uh, they are working on other punters just in case he doesn't make it back. But it's weird because they said they knew that there was a possible problem. Why didn't you fix it? I mean, you should have been looking into everybody having passports 
at the start of the season. They have the money to grease some palms. You know, they could fix something here. Absolutely. It's the <laughs> New York Giants. Um, oh, that's weird. I didn't way, realize that. If everybody, any, anybody, I should say, anybody that's saying, well, we did, we could have been jet lagged. New York flew at the same time we did. We both came in at the same time. It's not like um, they went in a week, or, you know, as soon as they could. Mm-hmm. And got acclimated, so we can't. I don't think we, that that holds any water. Yeah. Um. Do you have anything more to talk about offense, defense, special teams? No. The only other thing I was going to add is you remember Tyrone Davis. Um. Do I tight end? He he wasn't huge, but um, oh, I just did, for the Giants. Davis? No, for the Packers. He, he played for the Packers, and I think he went to the Jets after the Packers. But um, Oh, okay. he, I thought you were talking about a current player. That's what I was throwing me No, I'm sorry. Um, he passed away earlier this month, so I just wanted to – no death, no cause of death was disclosed, but I just wanted to okay. throw that out there for folks who might remember him. Well, I'm glad I didn't correct you because I was going to tell you his name's Tyler Davis, who we do have on the team currently. <laughs> <laughs> No. So then you said that. I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Um, Uh, One thing to touch on quick with injury. um, So we're recording this Wednesday morning this week, and the injury report does come out on Wednesday, but not for a couple more hours typically. So we don't have the official injury report, but we do know of two injuries that happened in the game. One of them, Devontae Wyatt, uh, defensive tackle. We don't really know what he went out with. But then also Christian Watson exited in the third quarter of the game with a right hamstring injury. So That's the we'll, same one he injured before. Uh, I'm not sure. Probably, I would assume. Otherwise, yeah, he's because, walking weird. Yeah, it's weebles wobble, <laughs> but they don't fall down. Yeah, I mean, frustrating to have the injury, especially when we don't have that many receivers to begin with. Um, but we have been better on the injury front this year than a lot of years past. I agree. That's what makes it even knock on wood makes it even more frustrating. Mm -hmm. Um, Hey, they don't make weebles anymore. I just looked it up. That's too bad. I played with those a lot. They're like egg shaped toys and they hit different faces on them and stuff. Okay. I'll stop reminiscing, but it was uh they were cool. Can't Back believe they in my make day, them. we spun eggs for fun. Yeah, we used to play with dirt, and we were glad about it. Where's my teeth? Um. Yeah. So we we talked about the team. We went through injuries. Should we do uh, game ball? Yeah. And now it's time for the game ball. Right tackle, Elton Jenkins. You're Jenkins. thinking the same thing I was. That's funny. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. good. That's nice. It's nice when we line up on it. Uh, <laughs> Jenkins didn't give up a single pressure under 43 pass blocking snaps and had the best run blocking grade on the line this week. Yeah, and he's um, been struggling this year, coming back from his injury. Um, off and on, but he's but, also one he's of been most really hard on himself yeah. in the press. And so I was happy for him to, to have a good game. The yeah, only he, one. 
<laughs> he looked good. He looked good. Um, the other one I was kind of considering was Preston Smith at linebacker on the defense. Uh, he led the team in with four pressures and three stops and had our best run defense grade. Um, but I think you got to give it to Ellen Jenkins on the line. I wish we had been running the ball more with how well our run blocking was doing on the line this game. Mm-hmm. Alas, that was not the case. I think we need... We either need to convince Rodgers to go into kind of with the run pass option, unfavorable runs more often and trust our line and our star running backs. Or we need to call straight runs where he doesn't have the option of run or pass and we just run it. Mm. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, okay. Um, Okay. We got got that taken care of. So uh, any... Um, any game? Well, do you want to go through our picks and then we can talk about it? Yeah, yeah. I'll go through the picks here. Um, okay. So we had a weird week where we picked very similarly. Um, we, I'll go through it quick. We did not start out well. I will say that we both thought the Colts would beat the Broncos. Colts won 12 to nine. We thought the Packers would beat the Giants. We all know how that went. We mm-hmm. thought both thought the Lions would beat the Patriots. Lions zero, Patriots 29. Oh, my gosh. What happened, Campbell? The fighting Dan Campbells are toothless kitties after this week. <laughs> How often have we used the kitties from Motor City? Quite a bit. Quite a bit. And the Bear Cubs. Speaking of the Bear Cubs. By the way, the both... Lions have a bye this week. Just throw that up. Yes. Yes, they do. We both thought the Bears would lose to the Vikings, and they did lose to the Vikings, 22 to 29. And then the game we differed in, because I'll, I'll jump ahead. Monday night, we both thought the Chiefs would beat the Raiders. The Chiefs did squeak one out against the Raiders. Mm-hmm. And then we differed on one game, Bengals at Ravens. And I got to admit, this was a frustrating one because I watched most of it and then stopped. And I was under the impression that I got the pick right with the Bengals winning. <laughs> Went to do the updates before the podcast. And it appears that the Ravens ended up winning the game. Yep. So you get that one right. Ravens over the Bengals. We went into this week tied. That means we go into this next week. Mike plus one. Yeehaw, the good guys are winning. <laughs> Let's see other games. Um, Bills demolished the Steelers 38 to three. Everything's okay here. Nothing to look at. Everything's okay. Uh, Bills look solid this year, though. Mm-hmm. They really do. Offense, defense, everywhere. Uh, we talked about the Lions game, Saints over the Seahawks, mm-hmm. the Jets. That was a surprise to me. I thought that the Dolphins might be a l- not as good as the way they've been looking on paper. Um, and maybe this was that the proof of that. The Jets over the Dolphins 40-17, to 17, and that's who we get to play next. Yeah, I'm just looking it up here where Tua is on the injury front. Uh, because the Vikings play the Dolphins here. Um, okay, it looks like he's returning to the practice field, but is ruled out for this next week. Okay, So they won't have to face Tua. Lucky, lucky for the Vikings because he yeah. has looked resurgent. When he's yeah, healthy he really this year. Has. I agree. He really has. And I, by the way, I looked at the forecast for Sunday. Of course, this is Wednesday. 
Um, but it's mid eighties. Um, it's supposed to be on Sunday in Miami, Miami, Miami. Oh, okay. You mean for that game? I thought you were talking about for the Packer game. No, 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 no. I was talking about was the Packer. A balmy frozen land. tundra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Let's see, the Buccaneers squeaked one out over the Falcons. Um, Titans had a little tougher time of it with the, the Commanders. Mm-hmm. Um, 21-17. Ugly game. I don't know if you saw that one at all, but I, I watched the highlights. And a lot of ugly plays, turnovers, sacks. Titans looked bad. Commanders looked worse. Mm. How about that uh, game over the Panthers that got their head coach fired. The 49ers, 37, Panthers, 15. He got fired? Is that yep. Matt Rule, I think? Yep. Yeah. I did not know that. Um, Yesterday. Yeah, solid game for the Niners. Jimmy G came in with his classic two-touchdown performance. Um, I don't think anything too spectacular from them, but the Panthers have looked ugly, ugly, ugly this year. So that means they're yeah. selling, right? Panthers are rebuilding mid-season, like early season. Head coach fire. You're you're selling. Who they got at? Uh, let me look. Wide receiver because we could use one. <laughs> yeah, they usually do. Uh, there is rumors that that's what's going to happen here. There's already some stuff going around. But... DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. I'd take either of those guys, especially DJ Moore. How quickly are we going to be able to bring? If we bring a guy in in week six to play week six, how much can we expect? Uh, we'll probably see a couple targets in the first week and then try to bring them in more after that. They've done that in the past with receivers. I think at this point in the way the NFL is working, receivers can kind of adapt to a new system a little bit faster because they can, they can simplify their route book. Um, and it, I don't know. I would be, I don't see us doing it. This is not our type of thing as the Packers right. organization to go out and get one of these guys. I will say that. But I, I mean, we could really use it because Sammy Watkins was our top performing receiver mm-hmm. and he's out until question mark, question mark. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike McCarthy's Cowboys are now four and one. They were over the Rams 22 to 10. Rams are really struggling. Right the now. fighting McCarthy's. <laughs> and uh, let's see what else out there. We talked about the undefeated uh, start for Cooper Rush. Um Really That's trying crazy. to make a claim for that QB controversy with Dak. Um, if anything, I don't think he's going to take the the job from Dak, and he hasn't had the same kind of downfield passing that Dak does um, come in with. But it does really extend that timeline that they can have for Dak to get healthy. Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. And then, of course, we talked about the push game, the Raiders losing to the Chiefs 30-29. to all right, so you ready push to do game. this week's picks? Did, did you see uh, the last play of the game in the Raiders game? Devont- I I, Hunter I Renfro, one of their other receivers, and Devonta Adams collided on the field, and so neither of them were open. I, I did not see that, no. Yeah, so that might be where part of the frustration <laughs> came from. Well, push that guy. Don't push the cameraman. That's right. All right, let's move into picks. Mike plus one for now. <laughs> Washington Commanders against the Chicago Bear Cubs. Who you got? I'll go with the Bears. 
I'll go with the Bears at home as well. It would be very hard, I guess, unless they're playing the Panthers to pick the Commanders right now. They, um, um, I'm trying to remember the coach for the Commanders. Um, he threw a wins under the bus, literally under the bus, saying that an actual bus putting him. Uh, yeah, I mean they they <laughs> drove it right up the taped him down. Um, but basically it sounded like he was blaming the poor play on the quarterback. And that's really not a cool thing to do. And I think it also can backfire to the standpoint that your players <laughs> kind of look at you and go, really? Wentz has another bus. <laughs> there must be something about Wentz because that, you know, you don't see it much coaches just putting the blame on the quarterback, but you've seen that at all three teams Wentz has been at that the coaches are willing to be like, ah, it's, it's Carson, man. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted the dude. I mean, come on. That's funny. Right, what's I didn't our next, that. Uh, our next prime Jets game? at Lambeau Field against the Packers. Okay. Um, I have to go with the Packers. I got to hope that they can play better. Yeah, I'm tempted in this one. I am tempted. <laughs> do it. Do it. Do it. Come on. Come on. Do it. Do it. I got the Jets. All right. I really hope I'm wrong. I hope you gain a point on this one, but I I just think the energy the Jets are playing with right now does not match ours. And Lambeau Field is a home advantage. But I think, like you said, the Jets do not come to Lambeau often. It's kind of a storied place. And I think with the passion they're playing with right now, they're going to come in with extra energy. We're coming back from London on an ugly game. I hope I'm wrong. I hope you are too. I, um, this is the uh, Fox game of the week is the uh, noon. Make sure you remember Fox that. Fox game of the we week. Does that many. mean we get Greg Olson or yes. Tony Romo? Is it Greg Olson? Olson? We get Olson. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Vikings at Dolphins. Got to go with the Vikings. Yeah, especially with Tua out. If Tua was in, exactly. I'd probably go with Dolphins. Exactly. Uh, Cowboys at Eagles. This is this is gonna be a fun game. This is the Sunday night game. Uh, where I'm, I'm scrolling down here. Yeah, this is. I think I'm gonna go with um, the Eagles. <clears throat> are you? They've been playing pretty good. Eagles are playing very well. Um, but they, hmm. boy, when I uh, when I did radio, that Cowboys defense though, it's something else. Um, when I did radio out. Um, just outside DC, and it, it was just like the Cowboys, Eagles, and back when the the formerly known as Redskins team, um, it, they just hated each other, and and it was just monster. You know, it's like we we have the Vikings, we got the the Bears, um, but I think those rivalries might uh, might be a little more steam and a little bit stronger than ours. Um, I wanted to look quick while you were talking what the Packers Jets betting line is with Vegas. Packers are seven point favorites. Mm. I was curious what they were giving them. Um, Cowboys Eagles. I feel like the Eagles are going to win it, but I don't know that Cowboys defense, I feel like could really shut down a lot of stuff that Jalen Hurts does. You know what? Give me the boys. Okay. 
Gonna We're go different with on this one. Mike McCarthy. I'm going with Mike. Broncos at Chargers Monday I'm night. I really like your, your initials. Your initials growing up as mm, Mike McCarthy. <laughs> mm. All right. We're, we're doing picks, not dad jokes. We got Broncos <laughs> at Chargers. <laughs> um, Broncos at Chargers. Boy, the Broncos are not playing well at all. Um, Neither. Yeah. Russell Wilson has been getting booed. <laughs> well, he's getting, he's in that support group I was talking about. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with Chargers. I'm going Chargers as well. And Although the Chargers do love to lose games that they should win. That is true. Um, teams that buy this week, as we said, the Lions, also the Titans, Raiders, and Texans. The Roaring Texans. <laughs> Boy, there's, look at that. Three of those teams are one winners. The Texans have a, a tie, but then the Titans are three and two, but that's kind of like real iffy. So, mm-hmm. You think the, uh, the Raiders, they're not going to get suspended. Do you think Devonta Adams is going to get suspended for shoving the photographer? I, I don't think so. I think he'll probably get fined. Um, I think he'll probably get a game suspension. Do you? Mm-hmm. That's pretty lousy. I mean, it, it it's PR. It's a bad look for the NFL as well, not just Adams and the Raiders. And I think, you know, if they can do something to save face, they will. Um, so I, I'd say he gets a one game suspension. They should take that pay because you lose your pay during a suspension. Is that correct? I believe so. Should believe give it to the photographer. <laughs> well, he's he put a um, police report in, so mm-hmm. we'll see. I'm sure they'll. If anything starts to stick against Devonte, I'm sure they'll settle. He might have a couple of bucks he can spare. Yeah, he might. He might. It's it. It makes you wonder how much stuff that doesn't even get light of day that goes on with these players and any sport. You know, when you're when you're big time, it's it's amazing how many times there's like if it's you or me, um, if something happened, it's like we'd be putting we'd be doing jail time. But mm-hmm. uh, prosecutors have well, that, that's uh, America not to for charge you. against Devontae Adams. That's America for you. <laughs> if you have money, you do what you want. Uh, one thing. So we, we got the picks in here. I want to touch on the NFC North. Real quick. So we're at Vikings 4-1 at the top of the standings. Packers 3-2. Bears 2-3. And Lions 1-4. and uh, one, one thing about the Lions, though, is they're significantly leading our division in points four. They've scored 140 points. Um, compared to the second best is the Vikings at 115. However, they have allowed 170 points which is about 64 points more than anyone else in the division at the high. You see, the Lions have about okay, 170. You brought up the Vikings, so I just want to clarify. So they've scored by far the most in the division, but they have also allowed by far and above the most points. Mm. If that's, only they had hard. a defense. Yeah, that's hard. That's tough. Mm-hmm. It's, it must be a frustrating year to be one and four right now for the Lions because you had so much hope coming in. You had hard knocks to get you pumped up. Right. You have so many glimpses of hope with this team. Uh, the fact that they're still leading our division by quite a bit in points four after laying an egg and getting shut out this week is surprising. It makes you wonder about the league, the, our conference, our, our division. 
Yeah. I mean, we only have 97 points for, for the Packers and 96 points against. So mm-hmm. pretty uh, mediocre. Yes, sir. Yes, it is. All right. All right. How you feeling? Going into Lambo. Hot, hot, hot. The Jets. How you feeling? feeling? Hot, 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 hot. How you feeling? <laughs> um, I don't really know that much about the Jets. So um, I know the quarterback was hurt um, and he's come back. He's looking good. Um, Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I really don't know much. Of the, their, their coach seems like he's a player's coach. So, mm-hmm. Well, hopefully we get the win. It's going to be an interesting game. Mm-hmm. Um, we could really use it. And after that, we have the Commanders for a noon game. And then we have the Bills on a Sunday night game after that. So That's two wins good. would really help here before yeah. going into Buffalo against the mighty Josh Allens. Oh, he looks good. Mm-hmm. I mean, such a big guy. He's like the same size as Ben, but he's a lot more But he agile. can move. <laughs> yeah. he, can, he can actually move and he's fast. But I just uh, clicked into NFL.com and they say um, Devontae Adams has been charged with the misdemeanor assault after that uh, shove game. You think he was going, what proof do you have? <laughs> right. Let me see the video. <laughs> Hard to get away with it when it's on nationally televised. Well, uh, and then on the internet, it just blows up. And so mm-hmm. people are like, what was he thinking? Yeah, uh, I sent it to you immediately when I saw it. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. All right, brother. I'll send you the kid getting tackled. You can show it to your wife, the daycare provider. I'm sure she'll enjoy it too. <laughs> we'll show it at lunch. You go, you better listen this is to if what you we say. This could be you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Until next week. Go. Pack. Go. Yeah. Not bad. I like that. Thank you for listening to the Bleeding Green and Gold podcast with your hosts, Sean and Mike Reagan. Make sure to subscribe and check out the website at bleedinggreenandgold.com. Join the Facebook group. All questions and comments are welcome. Send them to feedback at bleedinggreenandgold.com. And until next time, Go Pack Go! Go!